Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of COVID Comfort. Today we're going to be talking about Diablo 2, which was one of my absolute favorite games. I used to play the hell out of this in high school. Uh, it came out right kind of at the cusp of online gaming becoming a big deal. Obviously at this stage uh, in 2000 when this came out, it was not very feasible because of slow internet speeds. Um, but it also was kind of the end of m me being big into gaming at that time because after that, the majority of games became very online-centric and open-ended, which is interesting, but for me, it made me realize how much I like the finite boundaries of a story and something having an actual end to it. I don't really want to play games forever. I kind of want to complete them, get the satisfaction of, of beating the game, and move on. And if I really loved it, like this game, I will play it again from the beginning. But I don't want to feel like I, there's just like endless things that I'm leaving undone or not you know that i'm missing out on uh but anyways diablo 2 is a role-playing hack and slash pc game um it's kind of medieval horror i guess is what i would call it you can pick uh from a variety of different characters you have like four or five different classes of characters like a barbarian and necromancer paladin i'm usually the paladin the holy warrior cleansing the land of evil um basically you're trying to kill stop diablo from bringing hell on earth or something to that degree uh and you're going through four different uh stages with about i think six missions a piece gathering various items and killing certain demons that have like taken over that area and it's pretty fun it's a lot of hack and slash a lot of just trucking along to get some xp and pick up gold and items that you can sell to upgrade your weaponry and your armor that being said i think it's pretty fun I enjoy the hell out of it. It's, uh, I mean, the graphics and the gameplay, I'm sure, seems dated to, would seem dated to anybody at this point. Obviously, I have, like, a heavy nostalgia factor, so it, it's, I don't see the flaws, per se, but I really enjoy the world that they create. It's pretty richly textured. Each setting has um, a lot of area that you can explore. Various kinds of different ruins and statues and just the feeling that there's history there. Um, and the sound design, I think, is, is incredible and somewhat like, genuinely frightening at times. Just some of the sounds that... Uh, the enemies will make 
Um, and there's a host of all these weird uh, different creatures that you fight. There's uh, a whole variety of like zombies and mummies. There's swarms of like mosquitoes. There's later on there's eventually there's pygmies. There's these kind of like ox men with scythes. Uh, there's dark wizards. There's uh, skeletons. There's these giant like cockroach larva things that spit poison at you. There's these like lizards that leap over you and scratch you. There's ghosts uh, that suck your mana, your magic energy out of you. Um, what else? There's just, there's like millions, but each one has like, uh, some of them like say stuff. Each one of them has its own sound design and makes just kind of creepy noises um, that might scare the shit out of you. It's not, it's not a super strategy heavy game. I mean, you do have to kind of figure out ways to defeat a lot of these enemies, like not get overwhelmed. Because sometimes you go into rooms and there's just like 40 of these things all around and they'll just swarm you and kill you. And in which case, if you die, you could save and leave the game. And then when you come back, your body will be in town so you can get all your armor and stuff back. Or if you keep playing... You can go back, you know, you've lost all your stuff for that moment. So you have to buy all new armor and weaponry and get back to the point that you were and kill all these monsters and pick your body back up to, to retrieve, like, everything that you've gathered up to that point. Uh, what you need? Which can be a real pain in the ass when you're, like, fighting a boss. Speaking of, uh, I'm stuck on this boss at the end of level two. I was like coasting through this game and just killing it. No problem. Having the time of my life. And this fucker, I just, I tried like four or five times and like saved the game and just gave up for the day and come back the next day and was like, it's just aggravating. Um, so that's where I'm stuck right now. But I think it's a super fun game. It made me, uh, kind of wish that there were more things in this genre because film wise I can't really think of anything off the top of my head I, I mean I know there's some kind of like dark fantasy films bordering on this but I think it would be a cool thing to explore to go uh, full horror full like medieval horror and really do something dark and intense in, in that environment and mix kind of horror and fantasy hardcore would be pretty fun to see. And I mean, this game itself, this archetypal kind of story, you could definitely bounce off of and, and write a pretty solid, satisfying story just based on that. Or, you know, you could totally fuck it up as, as people do. Um, but yeah, I mean, this has certainly occupied hours of my time under heavy duress <laughs> when I'm unable to focus and even watch like a, a movie because I just 
will not even know where I'm at. You know, I'll realize I drifted off for five or ten minutes and I wasn't even paying attention or I got up and did something else because I can't, like, passively watch something very well at the moment. So it is something fun and enjoyable to engage in and kind of like any anything it's nice to go into a little world and escape and know that know what the real goal is the real simple clear things you need to do in this imaginary world are, are there and they're finite and they're a to b to c and man is that refreshing at a time like this um so yeah i would definitely recommend it I looked it up and saw that it's, uh, I think it's $9.99 on Blizzard.com. You might be able to find it even cheaper if you bought the disc or something. I know I bought the the Battle Chess version that has the expan the expansion pack, which is like another level for like, I feel like even then it was $9.99. Maybe it was 20 bucks. And this was five, ten years ago. Um, funny i looked this up and the game came out june 29th uh 2000 which oddly enough june 29th is, is my birthday so made me like this game even more apparently i mean i knew i loved it but i was researching it for this and saw that it was regarded by many people as one of the greatest games ever made which is good i guess um, I haven't played the first one, though I definitely would like to. I don't even know if it's on Blizzard. I don't know. I think it came out in 97, so I don't even know what we'd be dealing with graphic-wise and gameplay-wise. I haven't played Diablo 3 either. Um, it looks fucking awesome. I really wanted to. I just never bought it, and like I said, I'm just not that into video games anymore. I mean, I love to play them every now and then, but my problem is I want to be productive. <laughs> Even though I'm frequently unproductive in other ways, I always just think playing a video game for four or five hours or two hours or an hour, I could have done something that was going to exist when I'm gone rather than just uh, whiling away the hours. Although, you know... Sometimes you just need to let off some steam. So, that is Diablo 2. Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to like, subscribe, follow us. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the places. Um, feel free to comment. Let me know what you're playing, what you're turning to for some kind of comfort or entertainment or nostalgia next time I'll be switching it up and talking about a film we will be diving into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 film I love dearly and I will tell you why thanks for tuning in Bloodhound Picks podcast is produced by Josh Lee, Craig Dram, and Kyle Hintz. Music by Raymond Seed. Audio editing by Kyle Hintz.